Righto, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Loose Lines back for another week. And I do have Mark Barton with me. He is just doing something, so I won't interrupt him for a sec. I'll just go through a little bit of what's on tonight's show. We're going to have Bardo in a minute discussing Bendigo and the great week that it was. Um, last Friday night, great lot of racing. It was terrific to see so many people on track and uh, so much fun being had by plenty of people. So we'll discuss on that plus sales close on August 31 so we've got that to cover off on got three or four interviews with the uh, uh, the drivers world drivers championships to promote those and uh, showcase what's going on there and also a bit later on I want to get uh, a bit of a discussion point if you like around the uh, Matildas um, and uh, the the well the colors with the 1200 meter racing and the Matildas tonight I think it's a, a pretty good idea two sets of colors well done to Highland Sportswear for getting behind this um, idea and uh, getting it off the ground as quickly as what they did uh, really really think it's a great idea and well done to everyone involved um, in that if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook you can comment YouTube I'll uh, read the comments out Facebook I will be putting them up as they start coming through but I think I've probably given him enough time to be ready Mark Barton are you there mate yeah, mate, I am. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. And uh, thank you again for joining me. Um, as I said, I want as many people to get involved in this show as we can and, and promote harness racing and, and, and the likes. Will you be watching the Matildas with the boys? You've got a couple of young boys. We'll be sitting back oh, watching the Matildas. I've, I've got a couple of, couple of avid young socceroos, and I actually had, um, I've got an 11-year-old boy enjoying a birthday today, so that's, his, that's what he wants for his birthday, to see the Matildas win, mate. So it's, um, actually, they were, they were very lucky, one of these, Kids at, uh, at their school, their grandmother came in and played um, played for the Matildas in the in the mid eighties. So she was um, in with some of her stuff to show the kids in the class. So that's got them really excited. That's um, yeah, that's cool. I was listening to some feedback today, and they were saying, "Oh, yeah, it'll be a bit short lived," and uh, and and the likes. And I'm like, "You can't say that." And obviously, so that lady, you know, she can she comes back after the eighties, and she can still put a lot of input into it, which is what we. Um, yeah, I think what we want. I think I think it's great. I think it's good for any sport in general. And and I and I will say I don't know if you've seen it, but they've done a. Um, I'm going to put it up over the top of you because that's where it's uh, situated. I didn't get a chance to get all of my uh, things loaded as I did, but the Matilda. So the lady drivers will be driving in the Australian Colours tonight. Um, I think they've got a, race, a person each race, but a bit of uproar from social media because they're saying, "Oh, what a waste of money!" and all the rest. It's uh, one, two sets of silks. Highland Highland. Um, Sportswear kindly donated them, and I think well done to those guys. You never know what will come of it. I think it's just a great marketing ploy. They're trying something different, and I think it's really good. Mate, I think it's great. I think anything that um, encourages kids to get outside and try something, mate, I think it's I think it's a um, uh, I think it's a great great idea, mate. Great initiative. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Rightio, mate. Uh, firstly, a recap of last week, and um, we will go through each of the races, just a, um, a, just a quick touch on them. But overall, mate, um, the Bendigo Harness Racing Club, how they presented the night, and that you must have been wrapped, mate. Outstanding. The, um, the 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 thing, I guess, you get a you get a team of guys that don't have million dollar races every week, or don't even have you know that feature race program. Um, I couldn't be happy with the, the Bendigo Club. Uh, the track was fast. Like, I'm a novice at this place, but everyone you talk to said, "Look, the, the, the track was fantastic." Um, I think that the quality of the racing's true. Like you, you, you're getting, you know, opportunities with the sprint lanes, etc. And I've just seen everyone that was there had a great night. I think, you know, look, don't worry. Our very first race was, you know, I think some of the emotion, not just owners but breeders, and you know, from our point of view, mate, we could not be happy with it, with the way it all went. No, I think it was uh, an awesome night and. Um yeah, it was it was well done. I love to see the green. Love to see the um, you know getting the 
branding, if you like, it, it's something that I've always been big on. There's no reason why I didn't change your hat just before. So um, I do that on purpose. Anyone wondering, it's not that I have the wrong hat on. I think you, know, you do those things. The branding of the green, everyone knew who was sponsoring the other night, and as well as your corporate sponsors, if you like, alongside with Herastotrotters, Alabar Farms and Woodland Stud, um, all coming on board, all being there, all having a representation and all buying into the night as well, which was really key. Uh, mate, look, I know talking uh, Pat Fiscal about it, he said, look, just, it's one of the more memorable nights in the last in the last couple of seasons. He said it was just a, a really good feel. It was great. The vibe around the place was fantastic. Um, even the vibe around the stables. I think those, the, the core flute over all of the um, all of the um, the horses racing, I think you know, gave it that, that group status. Whilst they're not group races these days, they're um, they're listed races, they're sale races, but it was it had the feel of a group race. And yeah, you take some big days, no. really good money. No, absolutely, we got Bo Tindale on. We've got a couple of others on, but Bo would have um, he didn't have a runner, but I'm tipping he would have liked to have had a runner there, and uh, he'll be aiming at getting one next year. Uh, would have been cold there this morning too for Bo. It was a little bit tr- uh, chilly for everyone. Um, We'll touch on all of the sponsors actually as we as we go through. There was a couple of real highlights for the night that I I saw that not necessarily on the track as as, as well, but um, just we'll go through Michelle Arnott. She'll be uh, talking trotters in a minute. Don't worry. This horse actually will be one that uh, gets her the first race. I think um, um, yeah we had some quality horses there. Trady Lady, she's probably the second best three year old uh, this season. Um, Philly at the minute, anyway, um, behind Rocking with Attitude. But what a brilliant win this was um, the other night. She did a lot of work and she's really starting to get back to her form. And of course, bred by um, Yabby Dam Farms and Arrasta Trotters. Yeah, look, mate, it, it was, um, I think when we looked at those, those fields, I think um, the Yabby Dam draft themselves might have been around. 60% of the draft, but I think then what hurrahs the trotters when you look at what the stadiums represented, it was fantastic. And, mate, isn't it, isn't it great to see a, a three-year-old that's got that sort of dominance already? And it, it'll be interesting to watch, or, or a lot of fun to watch that horse at the back end of the season. Well, yeah, but there's a, yeah, there is a horse that wasn't a sales graduate, but unfortunately for you, but uh, for Connections, it was a homebred. So there's some really good racing coming towards the end of the season. You're spot on. But she is a class filly. There's no worries there at all, Trady Lady, and she's getting back in form. And, um, you know, that's that's exactly what we want uh, with the industry. And it was a good kickoff because Harassa Trotters have put a lot of money into, um, you know, support, supporting and sponsoring this race. And to kickstart um, the Trotters off um, here on that night was a good sign, a good start. Yeah, and, and I think what we found too was we had those couple of, you know, those, those couple of um, high grade races at the start of the night, and, and like you say, you, you've um, we had you know, some quality horses running around, and I, and I think your, um, you know, like you say, Trady Lady was, um, I think, I don't know, she won it with a couple of dollars, like she was an odds on horse, yep. and, I, and I think she deserved a, deserved her uh, position there. I think she's, um, you know, she, I, I couldn't tell you what her form was without looking it up, but she's, you know, she she was dominant and deserved to win. No, absolutely. The next one, this is a really, really good story um, in a sad way as well, um, but it was just so, so great to see uh, this, this. I'm going to say little horse by Wishing Stone, Prince of Rock. Um, he sort of captured everyone's imagination about this horse. Was it, wasn't it great just to see him um, win and then the scenes afterwards, Bardo, was just, you had to be on track to sort of, uh, I suppose, uh, yeah. understand what was going on behind the scenes. Uh, look, we had the opportunity, both you and I, to see, um, you know, to, to see the the uh, the Pengrazi as the weekend or the week before with the heats when we were at um, when we were at, um, at at Bendigo for the pacing heats, and that's what she said. I just hope, she, hope he goes okay the next night, and obviously went well at Kilmore, didn't he? Won his 
won his heat and, you know, then to come back, he, he went two minutes at Kilmore and then went 157 at, um, at Bendigo the next week. And I think, I know we talked about that horse way back at, oh, a good couple of, oh, couple of months ago and the, the comment was from Louise, look, Mum would have just loved to have seen this horse, you know, out on the track and doing a thing. And I think it's, um, it's part of that connection with why we love the horse industry. I do another show for uh, Woodlands and um, Talking Trotters for What the Hill. And um, I uh, um, I did it a couple of weeks ago and um, I missed Kilmore when he, I think he won his second race and uh, Louise was upset because I didn't I didn't do Kilmore and didn't uh, you know, mention this little horse whereas he's gone on the bigger and better things. He just continues to raise the bar and it's exciting to see. And just amazing scenes, I mean... Um, Obviously, Louise was um, very, well, emotional would be the right way, but even Daryl Crone afterwards, um, what it meant to him, uh, $20,000 purchase, and, uh, yeah, he was just yep. blown away, and it, that's the reason people should be getting to the races and actually seeing what is going on behind. It, you can watch it on TV. You just don't get to see the emotion and the roar, and don't worry, the guys with the locomotive, they were super proud of his horse, but they were trying to carry him from the grandstands as well, weren't they? Oh, well, mate, and like I said for us, he was our first, Probably our first superstar for us. As, um, and, and, you know, it goes back when you look at look at him, he, he, he's out of an absolutely, um, uh, well, in, in the Australian market, renowned man in you know, like Hukaracha. But you, know, you go back through to that broodmare style, safely kept. And what's he, nine wings now from 14 starts? So, like, he's an awesome horse. And, you know, don't ride that horse off at the no. back end of this season when we're seeing Keith come as he as he gets fitter and runs on. But I think that'll be great to see those two horses head-to-head over the next few months. Yep, and um, Basilica was going to be thereabouts as well, unfortunately, jumping off stride uh, for Alibar. But, um, yeah, good result for all. I think that one, um, you know, give everyone a bit of um, heart, I suppose, that you can um, you can dream. We're going to leave Luxa Turner. We'll come back to Luxa Turner because we've got some other announcements to make there. Bardo can't see what I'm doing. I'm actually just changing hats, Bardo. I'll just take the... Uh, oh, I, I have actually got... I have got you on the iPad to see what, what you're up to on the screen, mate, but I'm not... It's a little bit, it's a little <laughs> bit behind, but that's okay. I just sort of better change hats and uh, look after Husey and the crew. Um, we've Sweet Bella. Great story. Um, the unsupervised purchase, if you like, for by Bruce Edwards. It's... Uh, Pulled out to be a masterstroke, this little filly. She just keeps getting the job done. She was a short price favourite, but it was no less exciting watching her win, mate. Uh, look, I just, I don't know. Look, again, I'm a novice at this, and I, I just love the, the her gait, the way she travels. Like she's a, I, I don't know, mate. If I was in the swimming game, they talk about efficiency, and she just, she just needs to get there and get get into her gears and go to work. I was um, super impressed, and I think you know, you put your your uh, woodland hat on and. You know, I've had the pleasure of owning a, a, a sweet Lou. They're, they're, they're good horses. They just and they've got a lot of try. They're a little bit off standard, and they seem to keep trying. And he's nearly won, a winner a week, but like that's an outstanding horse. And I think there's another example of um, Bruce's ability to pick himself a yearling when with one of these other winners later in the um, in the in the card. We'll talk about. But <laughs> yep. it's, um, another unsupervised purchase that might have caused <laughs> <laughs> may cause the mate a little bit of angst as well. Indeed, he's yeah, it caused a bit of trouble. We will get onto that one. I'll take the uh, Woodlands hat on. It'll come off. It'll come back on a bit later on because it's some... just while we while we're on on that one, uh, mate. The, the um in that race, this week, Bella's race. You, you go down there and look at Lock and Barzina. She was at, she was she finished sixth this night. Um, she was our top sell filly two years ago, Captain Trickless filly. Yep. Um, she's actually going to retire now with six wins out of fifteen starts and. Um, when I talked to the uh, the owners, you know, they said, "Look, we want to we want to put this one 
to um, uh, Kevin Gordon said we want to put it a bit as delight while we can still get to him and reckon that's a great cross. So I think that's that's exciting to see. That's our, 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 our top sell filly. Uh, she's won, uh, what, 57,000, but had six wins out of 15 starts. She's gone 156. And in a couple of years' time, we're going to see a, um, a bit of delight, we hope, out of her that um, potentially we can be seeing in the sailing again. Well, um, we've got them all watching, Bardo. We have to behave our, watch our P's and Q's. Gemma Smallman, Brett Coffey, Jake Stockton, Darren Clayton and Blanche Pools. So um, it was good to see Blanche there the other night as well. But we'll get to that in a, in, in a sec. Um, just quickly, with Locke and Varzina, of course, um, she contested both lots of heats. Ludicrous. Um, the, the joy on the owners, they've run second in the two-year-old and second in the three-year-old. Darren Carroll, a good mate of mine, he gave me a high five as he went past. He was super stoked with her filly. Again, so many good stories. But just to see the joy um, on them that night, they, the excitement, I think is, it was great. Mate, it was. There's, there's a lot of great stories. I think even the connections like down the line this time, but something... Something about Eileen in that race was um, mm. was last year's winner, and Joel you know, so. Joel was there with both those horses, Matriarch as well, making the final. So yeah. yep, they were both there as well. And uh, even though he got beat, you wouldn't have known that if you're talking to him after the night. He was there just to enjoy it and um, bought his kids, his wife, uh, Granny Shoemaker as well, um, and they they thoroughly enjoyed themselves, as did a few of the other guys, which is uh, and, what and it's I think about. That's it. the, the race the race lasts for a couple of minutes, but the night was um, the whole evening, and I think that was. Um, them as well as you know, we'll talk about them in a, in a while. A couple of the other connections that turned up had a lot of fun too, didn't they? You're in trouble. Christy Barton has also just joined in as well, so don't worry. I'm watching them all as they they log in. So. <laughs> you're well as much, mate. <laughs> She'll be there, rightio. Uh, the the next uh, we want to show is the Alabar. We've got Brett Coffee on, and, and well done to the, to those guys. Um, I don't have either Alabar hat, either the. Uh, black brimmed one or the gold brimmed one um it's a bone of contention i don't remember exactly which one brett does like and doesn't like but that's okay so but the big boss uh firstly super super impressive of course by better's light friends of great uh woodlands um and that this was a, a super win but it was a brilliant race it was a brilliant drive um just so exhilarating to be again be there and feel the excitement after you know as the race was on and, and directly after it yeah, look, obviously, you know, Brett, we talked about it before, didn't he, the guy, a, a, a horse that uh, that he's got a real soft spot for, but then, you know, you look at Tomahawk Bart, um, Gary Barton's been a terrific supporter of our sales. Um, Barbis Gay is a super horse in his own right, and then the big boss, is, he's got the job done. But again, that was, I know this was restricted to sale race um, uh, entries only, but look, that, that's as class, as class a field of uh, a final as you'd see in any race, I would have thought, the three-year-old. Oh, absolutely. I think, and uh, there's big things to, to come. You saw, you say there before about Bayer Biscay, also Grayson's Red. He was a $150,000 purchase out of the Sydney sales, and he ran fifth in the same race. So uh, terrific to see both those horses back on the track. I want to, I just, I'm going to actually put the video back up, but just at the top. If you have a look, if you if you're a novice to to the re replays and the results, and and I watch these quite a lot, you'll see the top speed, um, and it's back to about 53 kilometres an hour now, up in the top right hand corner, underneath it is 56. Go yeah, back okay. and go back and watch this horse now, Marie and I, Marie uh, as well, pirating it and. Um, off the off the web, I'll say that I did that. That's I don't think I'll get into trouble from HRV for promoting the industry, but um, we were watching that. He maintained fifty three kilometres an hour. He got up to about fifty five, fifty six for a brief moment. The big boss, but for a thousand metres at the least. Now, 
if we had gone back further, he may have still been doing that speed. But it was just, it was, we actually found ourselves just watching that speed um, and just in ca just watching it go up and down that little bit, but the consistency, and I think that was the one thing about his race, there was no backing off, it was just consistent high speed and brutal high speed, it was, it's a cool way, you know, watch the race, but then go back a couple of times and watch it from a different point of view, it's, uh, it is really good actually. Yeah, and look, and that's something for me, trying to learn more about the sport, you know, I think that's uh, exciting for me, I will make a point of that. I will say too, talking by this guy, uh, Tim Bunning, um, he was, yeah, the, a, a terrific syndicate that he's put together, or well, a group of them put together. Um, they were winners last year in, in the, in, like they had it, they had a win at the race, uh, our first race series. But, you know, people liked him and the effort that he puts in. And the, the team, like when you look at the owners in that horse, there's, there's a number of them. There could be 15, dozen or 15 owners in Bay of Biscay. And the effort he puts in to make sure they're all kept informed. And uh, it's great to have their support. And I think that's what I really enjoyed about the night, three or four, groups of people who were there just having fun while their horses were running around. I think it's great. He was up and about too. I saw him before the first, uh, might have been the first heat, but yeah, he was definitely up and about, Tim. And uh, yeah, and he gets out. Like I remember seeing him um, inspecting yearlings as well, which um, is not going to be that far off as well. Um, Matty Cooper, I'll get back to you in a minute. Matty Cooper's um, not necessarily about nutrients. I'll get on to him um, a little bit later on, Bardo, when he's talking about betting lines and the speed and the um, the stamina, which is a, a really good. Jeff Bart, uh, Jeffrey Dixon, Mark Barton, Nutrient, do a fantastic job for sponsors. Um, I hope it can continue far into the future. The industry needs it. So thank you very much for that, uh, Jeffrey. And I don't, think, right, I don't think you're going anywhere shortly, are you? I hope not. No, not at all, mate. Look, we, I, I think... You, you, you migrate to do the things you like to do, and I think we've 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 put a lot of effort into. Um, we're the first people to put our hands up. We've had a lot to learn. Um, we've tried to learn the industry, and we've, we've you know, not everything we do is the way it's always been done. And yeah, make no apologies for that. You fail fast if you do something that can be done better. But it really it does mean a lot to, to Jeff. Thank you very much because those sponsors, uh, and I'll, you won't single one out, but the sponsors, not just their horses, but you know, the financial contribution as well as the industry knowledge is where we've managed to um, be after three years. And, you know, to stand over 750 horses in our third season was um, was, it was a very rare privilege. And, mate, we're excited about next season, but I can't wait till April to see these, particularly the two-year-olds, come round again because it's um, it, the, the, the personalities are starting to rise out of our pack of, uh, of graduates now. It's a lot of fun. I'll... I'll condone what you just said or you know uh, compliment sorry what you just said then too but i like um you know it's well known i'll wear a woodlands hat um but you know hughesy will do anything to promote any of the horse sales uh brett coffee and even like on last week's show doing a preview of the races coming forward but yeah we i wanted to promote by the missile and um uh, uh confederate as well both by uh, ones by seaside ones by sweet lou Brett didn't hesitate. It was on the show live. Like, I think the buy-in from these guys, knowing that we, I think we all have to buy, you know, improve the industry. Every person um, involved in the industry needs to do it. And these guys lead from the front. And I think it's just, it's outstanding. And it's good fun to work with people like this. And I'm not saying that because Brett's on. People can watch it anytime they want this show. And that's, that's a beauty. But I do find them terrific um, to deal with. Probably one of the downsides, Bardo, 
I found for the other night was Don Marantelli Allo, sorry, not being there. A very passionate man. He has some awesome celebrations, and I reckon he would have been urged right along. Swanee Delay in a little bit by the look of it. Cattell for rescue um, four deep. Um, another beautiful bred horse out of Rogers Passion to David Murray. And also Marine. our Vinny, 27-4 down the yeah, back, and Captain Hammerhead slipped away to the lane. He put a gap on the second horse, so Moonraker. Petrarca was gone. Sure thing, Captain finding home and dangerous getting through, but it's Captain Hammerhead in front. Dangerous is Yep, absolutely. Uh, apologies, I didn't realise the audio was still left on that video. I thought I'd turn most of them off, but I missed that one. But that's okay. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> exhilarate again, another good win. Some some nice little um, sort of um, horses to watch. Sure thing, Captain did an enormous job. We must say well done to Shannon Price, bringing him all the way down from Queen, <laughs> Queensland, which is just enormous, isn't it? Mate, how good how good was the run from Dangerous too, mate? In that race, that that finish that he put into that race was um was awesome. And if you're there with the with the Lowry boys to, to get over the line, it was um that was probably one of the highlights of my night. I think one of the fearful things of my night was walking down the stairs in front of the boys when we were all leaving the venue. So I was a bit worried if they had a missed a step, which was a very likely because they they well and truly enjoyed themselves. I was the first one no. got. I was the first one gone. That's for sure. So. Um, Jack Butler, we've got a couple of Queenslanders on, and Philip Wood as well from South Australia, and I'll talk about that in a sec. But Dangerous, there's a, there is a sibling to him that will be offered up. We will, just very quickly, the um, with the Queensland sales um, being advertised, I saw there there's an advert where there's a half to Dangerous um, for, yep. with Glenn Mitchell's draft going to be offered up um, with the, the uh, Queensland sales. So, Greg Mitchell, sorry, uh, with the Queensland yeah, sales. Yeah. Oh, and look, make a, um, a game, not, not to try and... Um, um, single out one trainer, but um, Shane Sanderson, you know, to make sure we had the three heats stand up, we needed one horse to run in Sydney, and he, he made, he put, left one in Melbourne and did take one to Sydney for me, which um, I, I can't think of enough. It made sure that, that that heat did stand up in Sydney and made for the fairest um, uh, horses in those heats to get through to the final. So, you know, Shane, I see, yeah, Shane just did finish second, but he had the two horses you can see there as um, Catal for Rescue went, went, went round as well, but um, it's great to see, like you say, Shannon. Um, she's been a um, supporter. She's bought horses since we started, and um, they do a great job, and it's great to see the Queenslanders supporting us. Yep, absolutely. And uh, as I said, the Queensland sale, the noms are open now. They all close on the 31st. We will touch off on those uh, very shortly. That is the last of the paces for the time being. Uh, the next the next one, Bardo, was one of those ones you definitely had to be there. Um, Colin Holloway and Heather Holloway, Brett and their granddaughter, Demi, um, just a terrific story, uh, bred by Alabar Bloodstock as well. So it was just a good story all around, no telling Heather, um, getting the chockies. It was a small field, but I, I think it was nearly the best presentation afterwards because it was a hell of a yarn. No, it's a great story, isn't it? And, and look, I guess also when you look at the the, the, uh, the Mayor family again, you said that Illawong brand, you know, Illawong uh, stud prefix, you know, that's a, um, I think that's great to see that um that, that, that line of, of horses, the Hartnett family's horses, you know, still coming through. And I know Alibar did buy that mare um, uh, after uh, after his passing, but I think that's great. And then you see Sebastian Kay, which are no longer, um, yep. turn up. And like you say, a, a relatively low-value purchase. But again, I think that's where Bruce Edward might have had a, a little hand in saying this horse and that family are um, yeah, highly valued and this horse is undervalued and he bought it. And I think... Um, 
Yeah, they might not have been as excited about the purchase in the first instance and he wasn't allowed inside. I will, uh, Brooke Hammond's on from Tassie. I will um, actually, uh, I'm gonna, I've am going i got to cut it out. I interviewed him the other night on Talking Trotters the other night and I will cut it out of it. It's quite a, a unique story. But effectively, yeah, uh, Colin got the granddaughter to ring um, Heather, the grandmother, up on the way home and he said he could hear some stern words being spoken and then and then when he got home the door was locked the back door was locked so it was one of those things but anyway it was terrific the other part of this Bardo was eight o'clock sweet bella went around so you say 8 30 that um, bruce could have headed home he had plenty of time to get going home but he was still there at 9 35 with pat driscoll standing there watching that presentation they're the sorts of things we need to i suppose encourage and get more of um, in the industry as well, get that out there. But that was, I thought that was one of the great things to see from my point of view um, when I was doing the presentation oh. to look up and see those two gentlemen standing there smiling, genuinely so happy for connections. I mean, Pat sponsored the race. Um, he didn't breed the winner. It didn't matter to him or Bruce. They were just there for the sheer joy of the industry. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's uh, something, again, having not owned one before, you, you don't know what it's like to have one and, and as you know, we had one that, that went round, and we'll talk We're about terrific. that race in a minute. But it's 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 a yeah, it's a completely different feeling to um, camp drafting, mate. You, you're not participating, <laughs> but you do. There's a lot of fun, lot lot more than I realised. Yep, absolutely. No, it was good to see. So I'll put that video up as well going forward. And then the last race, Mark. Um, what a lovely little horse this is. Also, didn't know a lot about until I went to Kilmore the other night. I, was, I stayed to the last race at um, at Kilmore to get to see him going around first hand and. Cool dude, give Greg a bit of a hand to get the gear off so we could take a photo. And um, he done the job again. He's just a cool dude, this little horse, Valentino, of course, bred by Yabby Dam Farms. And he's actually owned by Jared Maloney, a great supporter of Harness Racing, Swan Hill, and the Nutrient brand as well, mate. Yeah, definitely. And look, when you, you look at Valentino again, he's got he's, he's three wins from eight. But you know, in, a, in a relatively short career, he's already um, you know, racked up $50,000 in earnings. So it's it's, it's great return. Um uh, I know Robbie Morris drives a few for us, and he's always saying you've got to get a trotter in New South Wales. He said the, the return on investment's great once you get them up and going, and I think that's the other thing. Once they get fit, they uh, they stay going, don't they? Yep, and uh, I will say on to, on to that, David Watson, um, they've got on board, they've announced um, a $25,000 final and three heats of $10,000. So when you go into the nutrient sales, in 2024, and we'll get onto that in a sec, you need to be aware of that, that at the end of the season there is now well, effectively $55,000 worth of more prize money for two-year-old trotters um, at Clubman Angle, um, and there is more to come, So, which is super exciting. So Robbie's on the ball, um, and they are definitely growing the, pat uh, the thing, but the Fitzpatrick family have been ahead of that for a long time. And as I said, you'll see Jared Maloney there. He actually bought Aspiring Eva out of the Winter Woolies sale a couple of years ago. This horse wasn't... Um, on this horse went through the yearling sales, I believe, Butter. You'll tell me yes or no, hopefully. But um, yep. um, but he did buy her. Um, and I, I did an interview with Kath McIntosh today, and Kath announced that um, the Bold Eagle filly that Jared uh, has since um, uh, bred will be going through the 2024 yearling sales for Nutrium, which is, I mean, this is the start of the good news that we've got to come for tonight with some of the, the bigger names we're going to talk about. But uh, that's it's super exciting. What, what did you, I think you, you mentioned to me, is there are only six or eight yielding uh, foals on, on that, that drop in Australia. So it's a, a chance to get into a filly and in a, in a family that's already you know, got a, a winner that's got three from eight starts and three wins, four seconds, that, um, uh, that, that 
Bettino, Valtino. So you, you've got a you've got a good good man family, and I think it's a great story and a great opportunity. Oh no, absolutely. I think uh, Kath McIntosh might have said in the interview I did with it today there was six. I'm, I stand to be corrected. There's not a worry there um, in the world. Uh, like, but uh, there's not a lot, Brett. If um, I don't know if Louise or Pat Driscoll might be listening or um, Jackie Gibson's on. Jackie, good timing for you. You'll be uh, your name will get a mention very shortly. Um, but um, yeah, though someone will give me. But I know there wasn't a lot, um, lot bred at all. So, Maddie Cooper, sorry, Nutrient and Mark uh, do a wonderful service to our sport. Uh, always enjoy listening, Maddie. It wasn't that. It was actually just I'll keep free Bardo and then we'll cover off on yours. I wasn't fobbing you off, Maddie. I promise. And Jeffrey Dixon, your your comments on Petrarca. We'll get to those once we get rid of Bardo as well because he doesn't understand AFL. Um, Mark, now we skipped over one race and uh, we did it. In a way, in a way, deliberately, uh, a, little, a little bit of planning. We don't do a lot of planning, you and I. But the return, <laughs> the return, firstly of Luxa Turner to the racetrack. Uh, you and I, we had lunch with uh, Ricky. He was a touch edgy. He didn't want to give me an interview. He didn't want any mozzing or anything along those lines. It meant a fair bit to him. This filly getting the chockies um, in the fashion that she did and returning, didn't she? Oh, look, mate, she's a class act, and I, and, and I, I guess we talked about it, and he said, look, I don't, don't like to talk about horses beforehand. Mm. Um, I, I know, you know, the Lasquina family that that, uh, that that have got this mare, yeah, it, it's um, it's great. I, I know Rosario made the effort to come across from WA where he's working. He, he, he did the red eye from Perth to watch you go around, and I think that, that mare, but I, again, we talked about, I guess it, it, it is a... Yeah, breeding royalty. You've got Brooklyn Lodge, mate. It's, it's, it's been a um, a household name in New South Wales, breeding you know, quality horses for a long time. But you look out of that mare family of the arch nemesis, and she bred Crunch Time, who's he went one forty nine and six, one nearly three hundred thousand. Then Captain Crusader won nearly three hundred thousand, and now Lux Turn is already at one hundred and ninety one hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and thirty two. So there you go, just a, a, a stone throw from two hundred. She is and. Um, the man missed in 2020, but um, exciting for us, mate, which we, we're getting to. There's a, a Captain Treacherous cult, uh, the, uh, the the full brother. He's going to be in the Sun in Sydney this year. So I think that's that's exciting. And if you look at that um, that family, like Sun Beach, uh, somewhere the side of Crunch Time, and, and another full in Captain Crusader, are both you know close on three hundred thousand dollar earners. So there's it's a great family, great opportunity. Yeah, it's exactly. You're, you're spot on. So just yeah, two hundred ninety thousand dollars for Captain Crusader, who is a full to Luxa Turner, but also the Colt that's going to go through next year's sale. Um, and then of course um, Captain Crunch is by Captain Treacherous, who's by Sun Beach somewhere, and that's where Crunch Time comes into it at two hundred and ninety thousand dollars as well so but um super exciting philly but that's a huge a huge result for nutrient for next year's um sales i i don't know this for a fact i i presume it will be going to the sydney sale mate yes yeah, sydney sale mate yep. yes yep yep no it's it, it's it's lined up and, and we, we talked about it it's probably um you know like i say we, we talked about that race and you know we were lucky enough to have one in that in that race um and she's you know she's had what uh, only had four starts now, and we've actually, you know, with her place place money there the other night, we've actually paid for it. So she's, you know, she's a, she's a green number already. And, and mate, I can't tell you the, the amount of fun to see. You know, if we'd have got top five, we would have been really pleased. But you know, she's a, um, it, it's great to be part of that night. And those people, if you, most of the people listening probably have owned a horse, but if you haven't owned one, we've got to get that message out to the wider public. It's not hard to own one, and 
once they're up and running, and that's what a mate of mine did go in, a thoroughbred mate, or who's been in thoroughbreds, and he said, I can't believe how often these things go around. He said, they're, you know, they're, once they get fit, they stay fit. Yeah, and, um, and again, it's probably gone through a real quiet period, but these a lot of these horses are going to be backing up into some really good races going forward. You guys haven't got far off for your New South Wales Breeders Challenge, I think it is, that it'll be starting up soon, races at Fireproof. Bido's horse, of course, is Fireproof. I think it's a bit harsh there. They've actually got uh, tired, no action taken. You're beating 50 metres. She actually got held up, and she was running home terrific, I thought. Um, the, stewards oh, have, look, the stewards have no sense of adventure, I don't think. She has, um, she's got a good little turn of foot. She's a fear of the dragon, which after I bought her, I found out that that made a challenge blue, and she's, um, you know, she, that, that's really what we, we knew what we're up against there last week, and that's what we're hoping. She's, um, we're setting her up for, you know, I think the, uh, the challenge blue heat the next week. Um, you know, that's another $100,000 race for a, for a juvenile filly. And I guess getting back to fillies generally, mate, I, I, like I said to someone, I'm going to only stick to the fillies myself because some of the uh, the big guns do want to own the colts. But secondly, if they don't run so fast, we can use them as um, great um, opportunities they, as a reset mare for our, our um our stock horse and our camp draft horses. <laughs> they won't um, they won't they won't go to won't go to waste at our place. But if you get a good one you can also breed from it and um, go back to the nutrient sales, which is what we, we want to do. Um, be- before we do get off uh, the races there, we must also say, Aaron Goadsby, thank you very much for bringing his horses down a week in advance before the heats. And then Michael um, Hawke, a name a lot of people won't know down here, but he brought two down uh, for the final from Canberra, which is you know, a terrific effort from all those people concerned as well. Definitely, mate. Look, and, and yeah, Aaron, they supported us in, um, in the Gold Coast with horses this year. Um, he also did, he did, did take two down and he said he did me a favour to help make the heat stand up but I did remind him that Ignite the Fire also won a, um, a big red um, bonus by coming down too so it's a way bet for us but no they've, they've been good supporters and look I think more than anything outside this they've bought some nice horses you know Sweet Valeria ran fit um, so he's got a couple of nice ones and he's, he, he breeds some nice horses but he did say that he said this, this year's dropped he, uh, he had a bit of bad luck in the stable. Like, he has lost a couple of foals this season, uh, or last season. So we're hoping he could be another uh, potential buyer and we'll get him to come around again. Bodo, before we go any further, I'm having a shock and run. I've just got to do this, but it, it actually does affect you. You may or may not know, but I've just put the Woodlands hat back on. We've got to congratulate Stacey White, or Stacey Markham. Um, some people will know her as Stacey Markham before she married David White, a Riverina boy, on the birth of Lachlan Jack White um, a few days ago. So um, the reason I say you've got to be aware of it too, buddy, because uh, she's uh, Lockie is actually indirectly related to you, um, so, but huge, um, huge congratulations to them both too. So uh, yeah, no, nah, look, well, well, that, he, his dad is um, his dad is my wife's first cousin, so that'll yeah. make um, my boys and, and him, I guess, what second cousins? No idea. That little fella. So you're a step ahead of me because I know um, we haven't we haven't actually got that news just yet. So good luck to them both. No, it was only it was well obviously it happened on the 11th, but their Facebook photo officially only came up today. So well done to them. Duncan McPherson is and, on. and possibly the rest of the family know, and I've I've, uh, I've not been caught up with that one too. <laughs> oh, don't do that! Don't do that! No, you didn't tell me. That'll get you in all sorts of trouble. Maddie Cooper, <laughs> Maddie Cooper, and Jeff Dixon behave yourselves on the on the football. We'll get to that. I promise. We will definitely get to that. Right, but some other pretty exciting. So a couple of exciting horses already being mentioned there. We've got a Bold Eagle. 
um, half to Valentino. We've got a full to Luxa Turner. A couple of other horses that, that are coming. I said there before with uh, Jackie Gibson, we might talk about um, you've got a three-quarter to, I believe, in the sale. Yeah, look, and, and I believe, obviously, Captain Treacherous, um, out of now I see better as the life now, that goes back to perfect art. But what I think is exciting there, I believe, was, you know, the competitive horse that stood alongside um, Luxa Turner in the um, in the Bathurst um, Gold Tiara. So it was, you know, runner-up and also won the APG final, mate. So you've got, again, I believe, an exceptional, um, you know, filly in her own right and one of the standouts of, of this, you know, in this class of two-year-olds. Um and effectively, we'll have a three-quarter with a Captain Crunch out of Now I See coming into the Sydney catalogue. So, again, great performance. And you've got proven that proven cross, that Sunbeach uh, cross again coming through out of a, a better's mare. So I think it's um, that that's exciting for us when you see, you know, the, the, the two, probably two of the top performing two-year-old fillies in the country. And we've got a full and a three-quarter out, out of those two families in the farm in yeah. Sydney. Yeah, and uh, like current families, um, and as I said there before, with uh, Jackie Gibson uh, watching, um, you know, like a horse that was actually raised um, at her farm. So I believe it was actually. I'd better be careful on that. Yeah, ab- sure. absolutely, absolutely. Um, the, 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 the thing I guess, and, and we'll leave leave it as a little teaser. I guess we, we had a look at the weanlings there, and there's uh, we, we'll talk about this horse another night with you. But there's absolute standout couple of um, weanlings out at, at success this year, mate. Yep, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, be no hassles there at all. You need, if you want some good hospitality, Jackie will... Um, well, it depends if you're privileged or not, but I didn't get to go to the cafe last time. I think I got uh, shown the gate and on my way, but um, other people seem to get to go to a cafe, but we'll leave that one for another day. I, I was drafting lambs at Young last week, and if I finished in time, we're going to catch up at the cafe, and I um, happened to have my client did uh, let his father un lock a gate and boxed up 1200 lambs i had to rewait so i didn't finish till about four o'clock last week so we uh, we didn't get that opportunity but we will next time <laughs> you'll be there and you've also got a three-quarter to i told you uh for phil and denise thurston um they've committed again another another good story and this is a full so uh, yeah, better, the, better better one than, better than that but a full yeah it's actually the full sister so i told you yep. yeah so um winning here for um Oh, just his name just escaped. Brad, Brad Hewitt. Thank you Brad very Hewitt. much. Yeah, um, it, it, she she won the week before, and Maddie Rue. Well, out we talked about fireproof. Maddie jumped on fireproof for us at Bathurst in the um, the silver consolation. He won and a, a great rangeman himself. But he um, yeah, he started that filly or she had a had a first start and then gone down with Brad and yeah, in good company. And that's well, that's a that's a standout filly that um, I know Phil and Denise wanted to retain. Um, and they have committed the full sister is in the sale with us in Sydney as well. So I just look at the depth of our Sydney catalogue, mate. It, it, it's as exciting as I've seen. We, we've got we, we'll have a few less nominations. Obviously, last year was was packed full of horses with what um, you know with with the, the way things were, and you know this year we, we're going to have a few less, which I think will be it'll stand in good good stead. There's there's a lot of lot of genetics, you know, that you, you, you'd like to see. Um, I think, you know, the down by the seasides that we've got, you, you talk woodlands again, there's some, um, you know, fantastic horses starting to come through there. Um, great run of treacherous, the, uh, the ideals, the sweet lose, um, you know, the American ideals. Um, I think Stay Hungry is a horse we're going to see, you know, more of. Um, I think Better's Wish will be interesting to see this year too. You know, there's, there's um, a, a, again, the, the art majors are just, they never let you down and they always be Mickey's a really kicking goal. So there's a great, Spread already starting to come through the catalogue. 
and uh, yeah, and some exciting trotting crosses as well. Bardo, the sales, are, uh, sorry, to nominate for the sales, they're still open till the 31st of August, which I reckon yep. by my bad maths, no, it can't be tomorrow week, it must be tomorrow fortnight, is it? Uh, yeah, it's a fortnight and a day, mate. So yeah. Thursday fortnight yep. um, is, is Thursday the thirty first. Um, we're, we're actually we're going to head to Queensland for Saturday night. It's the the Cubrid uh, races on Saturday night at Albion Park. So. Thank, thanks for the invite. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, you mate, must it's not it's not too late to come, Paulie. <laughs> that means I've got to fly myself. I don't like that idea. <laughs> you know, I don't like spending money. I'm I'm all about the freebies. So haven't seen I haven't seen Brad Steele on tonight. He must be having the night off. I don't know what's going on there, but that's okay. Um, but with the sales, anyone wants to get in touch with you, best to um, give you a call on your phone number. You will eventually get to them. You do sometimes have a bit of a backlog. Yeah, look, I like to think we get back to people same day, but usually by the next day. But yeah, between them. Um, if you can't get me, uh, try Gemma. Obviously, she's um, you know, she's flat out in the office, and yeah, you know, I've been um, often I can be remote on the road, so I can sometimes be at a race for a little while. But it's um, yeah, we, we've got good entries coming in. Like I say, the quality of the horses uh, is probably the thing that's most exciting. Um, like I know, looking, I'm just scrolling through an art major out of um, all the glitters as gold. You know, there's another another cult there that's bring um, it on. Yeah, the, the bring it on family. Yeah, which again, that that's a proven family. It, it's ex- exciting to see that that horse. I'm just I'm just going really quickly through what's yeah you know, what's there. It's it's great to see we've got the um uh, the Rainbow Farms draft in there again. Um, they, they've got a, a smaller draft this year, but a quality draft of horses. Um, I think don't forget some of these uh, colonial size too. You know, you, you've got um yeah, there's there's oh, oh, when I say that you you've got um uh, for a reason you've got your um. Bling it on. Post the boys, like there's some terrific horses coming through domestically as well. But I just, uh, one thing we do not want to forget before we um, finish too, though, is Bathurst. Bathurst do not close on the 31st, um, but it, it is definitely still there. And, and um, it's yep. it's a huge, it's a sale I thoroughly enjoyed. I think everyone enjoyed it. Um, and it, it, I suppose, has a bit of a market. But I tell you what, if, you, if you're looking at sell horses, uh, don't be scared to go there because there's plenty of money on offer um, and, and plenty of serious buyers go there to purchase horses. The other one not to forget too is you've got um, the ability to pay up for obviously the Bathurst Gold Crown, but you can also pay up for uh, the Nutrient Sales Series. And we had a number of horses yep. that, um, that was something with us doing the sale. I said, look, that actually gives us an opportunity. And I know, you know, there was a modern, modern art, um, I'm trying to think of the horse now, mate, that um, uh, uh, he went round. Lock and Far Art. Lock and Far Art was a great, he was a graduate. No, but, but no, did, did, was it, was it uh, Timmy Richter? Oh, yeah, yep, yes, yep. Yeah, when he, he was, he was, I think, a, a $4,000 purchase out of the Bathurst sale. And, like, he, he, he yes, uh, he was unbelievable on, on race night when we were there. Yep. Um, yeah, and of course this year they they actually uh, sold the New South Wales Derby and Oaks winners, and I can't remember either winner either of them. Um, but uh, not both have lost Black something Black and Willow was the other horse as well. Uh, both by term trained by the Turnbulls. Um, one by Steve and one by anyway. Someone will help me out at some stage. But anyway, they both went through that that same sale. It is a high quality sale, and as I said, Lockenvar Up was a graduate of that. Um, he's more commonly people say to him about being purchased for a ready to run sale, but he actually was initially sold through the Bathurst sale and then put back through later on through the ready to run sale. So yeah, that was yeah correct. Good. Uh, just another one. I've, I've been just scrolling while we've been talking, mate. But I see um, 
just with the Yabby Dan draft, mate, um, all the Baron Eve, we've got a filly by uh, by Bald Eagle on account of Yabby Dan Farms as well. So that um, if there's only six or something in red, red this year, we've actually we're going to see a couple of those there. So you know, out, out of a, a, a very well regarded mare family too. No, absolutely. Bardo, thank you. Uh, you and I could talk forever. We will be back. Um, we'll definitely be back on the 30th. Uh, we'll catch up definitely on then to make sure people are aware that they still can get in um, and make sure it's in their mind. But, uh, yeah, we will be catching up. Probably got a few more announcements to come out over the next couple of weeks as well, So which will be super exciting. Um, and you guys will be there at the Breed to Succeed, which is on this Sunday. You yourself won't be there, but Jack will be deputising. So anyone wants to know yep. anything about the nutrient uh, nutrient equines, uh, when you go to Breed to Succeed on Sunday, Jack, your son, will be there and um, uh, he'll be able to help out. And uh, if not answer your questions, he'll be able to steer you in the right direction to where to get those questions answered. No, definitely. Mate. Look, the key thing, I suppose, for us is vendors, if, you're, uh, if you've got horses you want to put in, look, we're happy to help try and get those horses uh, added to the catalogue now. Um, like I say, we, we're excited about it. it it'll be um, uh, an exciting Melbourne race, race and sale weekend this, in 2023, uh, 2024. Um, we've also got a, um, you know, a, a lot of lot of people that, you know, we, we've, if you haven't dealt with us, uh, talk to us now so we can set your accounts up, get that stuff, that stuff started now. But... More importantly, mate, let's let's enjoy these um, sort of babies that have come through the system over the next um, next three or four months to the back end of the year. Like there's some great racing, which um, uh, I'm invested in that as much as anyone. Like, yep, absolutely, and we'll be highlighting them as they as they go along. And good luck to to all the connections as well, Brent Thompson. So the 2024 sales are April, and the race is when? Um, but I, so yeah, 13th, 13th of April. April, I reckon, and I'm just checking very quickly as we go. It will be April Saturday night. April thirteenth will be the will be the race night, and the sale at this stage will be Sunday the fourteenth. But depending on numbers, mate, if we get too many numbers, we might have a Friday afternoon evening session at Oakland Junction as well. So yep. it's um yeah thirteen fourteen of April. Um, obviously Sydney is um is back on uh, 9th and tenth. We've moved back a week because of the uh, uh, the uh, Miracle Mile has pushed back a week, so we've gone in line with that. Uh, with the um, Brisbane sale on the, uh, the, the uh, Sunday the 11th of February. And then Bathurst is in its traditional slot, mate. Um, I reckon the Bathurst sale will be the 20, uh, 24th of March, and I reckon the finals of the uh, the Bathurst Gold Crown will be the, uh, the 31st of March. Of March, yep. Right, okay. Okay, got me so, yeah, busy time, and I think there's... There'll be sales in WA and there'll be also sales in uh, New Zealand to try and fit in there. So like, it's a busy February, March, April, mate. And potentially Tasmania too, but that's a story for another day, mate. We'll get onto that at some stage, yeah, won't we? Something, something else we'll talk about, but no, the, uh, the Tassie <laughs> guys are... Um, you know, they're, they're actually... I think it's probably going to be the best two-year-old racing um, prize pool of the lot, mate. Yep, absolutely. There's a bit of excitement happening all around, but it'll be fine. But uh, thank you. Sit back, go back and watch the Matildas. Um, can they win? Oh, mate, I reckon I reckon they can. If um, if if, if you uh, if you, you look at I don't know, I'm not I'm not not a great soccer person. I've, I've been a, a soccer coach two of the last three years and never played a game. But um, I can talk the talk, mate. So I've got to do. it's great actually when you do invest in it and see how they um the, the effort these girls put in. And I, I think yeah, you know, it's again it's it's the story at the moment. Women's sport generally, whether that's women's AFL, rugby league, you know, cricket, whatever, they're up there getting recognised and. 
you know, Australia is very lucky. We've got some talented um, young men and young women represent the country. Brent Thompson, just quickly, Bodo says here, 12 months to get to the races. I think that's asking a little too much for the trotter. That is actually why the prize money is mm. stacked in the manner that it is. It's 125000 for the three-year-old trotters and 62500 yeah. for the two-year-olds. It's something that you guys are aware of, but it's about yeah. creating an atmosphere as well, isn't it? Yeah, look, and, and I've spoken to, I, I think um, Brent's absolutely right. Look, we've talked about it and said, how do we go about it? Um, we'll, I, we'll call for noms. If we don't get you know, the, the right noms to get fields, then I think the only thing for the two-year-olds is to push back. What I didn't want to do, um, out of respect for our sponsor particularly, um, was to just cast that, that part of our race series aside or put it on another at another time. But... If it doesn't stand up, and I, and I, I understand that that's, that's quite a potential that that won't, won't stand up, we push back to probably a time like now and probably link it in with HRV's blessing, of course, for uh, something around the need for speed or around this time of year. I, I think the, the two-year-old trotters, well, we saw we only had limited fields this early part, part of, um, or coming into spring. So it's, um, yep, another... yeah, it's not easy. And, and, and certainly taken on board, and I've, I've asked people in racing to give me advice on what to do. But at this stage, was the, the, the recommendation was call for nominations and see what we end up with. No, absolutely. And um, great answer. Um, so hopefully that answers Tomo's um, questions as well. Right, mate, let you go. Um, you go back and uh, and enjoy that. And, uh, and thank you very much for joining me. And as I said, we, we will be in touch. But uh, thank you very much, Bada. Mate, I, I can only say one other thing. You guys always talk about the AFL and who's going okay at that. But the Roosters had two wins in a row too, mate. So... Don't forget the rugby league next week either. Mate, are you going <laughs> to make the final? I, I know a little bit of knowledge can be dangerous. Are you going to make the finals? I reckon we're a long shot, but, mate, we've got a roster that you couldn't step over, mate, so I reckon we're still a chance. Never give up. You're hundreds and drifting. You've got to win all three games, and you've got two of the uh, uh, top uh, teams to, to take on, haven't you? Uh, mate, we've, not, no, we've got Parramatta, who are going terrible, and I think we've got South Sydney their last game, and... They hate the Roosters and the Roosters hate South. So it'll actually, whatever happens, mate, there'll be a bit of fun watching the game. Uh, absolutely. Neville Pangrazio has just joined. He's a great Carlton man, so don't worry about that. This show is all going to go AFL now. Don't you worry about that. So, oh, Mark Lee got on. Mark Lee, the uh, winner of the Barristock Challenge, of course, Stacey Taylor's partner. Um, they have a, uh, a little horse called Victor the Inflictor. Definitely... It's named after your man, but it's not named after him in size. I can tell you that much. Victor the Inflictor would walk over I, the top of him. So, yeah. I've got to say, poor thing for our victory at the Roosters, mate, he's a self-inflicted the last um, six months. He gets himself <laughs> suspended much worse. So I hope, I hope Victor the Inflictor that I have watched go around because Victor Radley is an exceptional footballer and he, he did catch my when they named that, but I... I hope he doesn't um, do as much uh, damage to himself as Victor does. No, definitely not. It was good to see Stacey there the other night enjoying herself too. And um, uh, she's a very passionate harness person. And we need more of those sorts of people in the industry, Bardo. And, and you've got to have a shout out to Dean Poole for actually driving both Blanche and um, Stacey home, I reckon, there the other night. Would have been a quiet trip, wouldn't it? Wouldn't, there wouldn't have been much said. <laughs> it would have been one of the few times Dean couldn't get a word in. He would have been in all sorts. So. I saw him down doing all the stable work. Normally, they, Blanche gets credit for that, but no, Dino did a great job. Nah, and the girls dressed up, which was really good. It was great to see. So, no. Nah. Right, yeah, mate. Absolutely. You guys can keep, you. keep going. Uh, Jeffrey Dixon's typed in there, gone. This will go on all night. See you, Bardo. Thank you. See you, mate. There we have uh, Mark Barton um, joining me, um, talking all things about the Nutri Race. It was an awesome night, um, and hopefully he was able to answer 
few of the questions there, but also a little bit of uh, footy talk. And we will talk uh, footy. Uh, go Tazzy, go the Matildas, Matty Cooper. So Matty Cooper here, actually before a little while back, Matty, um, the breed um, of harness horses is amazing. Have a betting line filly and she does is all she does is pace, natural action. So as a trainer, we teach speed and stamina, make shoeing easier too, absolutely. And it is great. And that's what we want to get. We want to get people involved in the industry um, and have a little bit of fun. Then Matty Cooper and... Um, Jeff Dixon, anyone that had to watch last week's show, uh, of course, actually, sorry, Jeffrey said here, Blake Fitzpatrick is a great young trainer, and as a driver, Brian Hancock said he has no peers, he undersells himself way too much, Jeffrey, you're spot on, but, um, where's Jeffrey's cheeky one here, Petrarca went poorly, uh, like his namesake, kick, uh, like his namesakes, kick for goal against you blues i've checked the goal umpire into spec savers, so, anyone that doesn't watch AFL football, Carlton might have beat Melbourne by I think it ended up being four points because it was five points until that was happened. So four points, I didn't care because once that happened, I wasn't, uh, there's only jumping and carrying on in our house. I can tell you that much there. But of course, Maddie Cooper goes totally touched, go the blues. So uh, that's what we want to do is have a little bit of fun. Now, been keeping an eye. So don't forget tonight and, and half the conversation, I want to know what people think personally. I think it's just a, a masterstroke. I think it's, it's great to try and get a new audience in. This Go Matildas, getting the lady drivers to be wearing the uh, Matilda colours um, in the 12, or all the races, actually, I think across the whole board. I think it's an awesome move. Uh, Highland Colours have got behind it, so uh, terrific marketing ploy, but um, Highland Colours traditionally known for the gallop, so I'm sure that there would have been galloping people just tuning in just to see what the colours look like, see how it all went um, at the track. They would have been seeing 1,200 metre racing, having a crack. I don't like 1,200 metre racing. Um, I love the idea of the colours. I think it's a, a master stroke. But to be able to promote it and do it that way is awesome. Now, I can say that a favourite of On Loose Lines, Alexander Hurley, she won last week with Spun Silver. I'm tipping Alexander Hurley, who is Eric Hurley's daughter, I think, Yes, I think so. I think that's how it works. Could get into trouble for that. Um, traditional standing start, free-for-all, fast-class paces. I'm sure she never thought she'd be worried about a 1,200-metre race, and she'll be hoping they don't stop because Spun Silver has now gone two from two. Two weeks in a row, Spun Silver has got the chockies. I'm going to see if I can get Alex on the phone um, in a minute. She does have another horse going around. Uh, Treacherous Rain actually won the next of those. Now, I think Treacherous Rain's might have won raced. No, it didn't race last week. So well done to the connections there, Gary Lawler and Greg Sugars. So the female drivers haven't got a winner yet, but that's okay. Um, going forward, still got plenty to get through. Might try and uh, just get through a few of uh, what I have to do. Of course, um, I was at Caf uh, Macintosh's today. And I can tell you that uh, the three stands from America rocked up. That is actually American ideal. And uh, it was one of the first things he did. Went to his corner and overlooked the farm and had, a, had an actual look there is what it was. Um, our top female drivers promoting the Matildas. Absolutely, Barb Sedgwick. Just such an easy, which is Nellie Melba. Um, but yeah, but no, American ideal um, is there. You would not think that horse is 21 years old. And... Um, as I said, I did an interview with Kath McIntosh in relation to that plus breed to succeed, which we'll get on to in a minute, plus the stay in parade that's coming up and a few other things. Um, and he was just being a goose. He was flicking the electric tape. He was carried on like a pork chop. 21 years young, that horse definitely is, but he looked absolutely terrific. Favourite of mine um, in Lather Up, 
looks absolutely outstanding. He arrived back there today, of course, a woodland stud. Um, sire, um, his first crop will be hitting the ground here um, in Australia next year. Um, but they have already hit the ground in America, including Denial, who won the other day. $100 man, I think it's gone 51-2. Um, and there's another horse whose name escapes me, but he's had 12 individual winners already in the North America and doing a terrific job from a small amount of um, horses. King of the North looks sensational. May I have a look seriously at him? May have to look seriously at him for the coming season. I can tell you, Barb, Nelly, that his book is filling fast. Uh, so, yep, and there he is there, King of the North. There's some more photos you'll see on Campbell's comments. Go back to the photos. You'll see them there. Plus, there's going to be some videos coming out about the boys arriving. Just had a little bit of a workload going on today too. But, uh, yeah, some um, exciting times. I'm sure Alabar Farms and a few of the other families have already already um, uh, put theirs out as well. So it's an exciting time with all the boys coming back. Um, I don't have a banner. Calf Macintosh's uh, yearling sale. Actually, I think I may have. Just hang on one second. Uh, Stay in parade. Ah, September 10. There's, there's another one out, but I didn't have it. But um, yeah, with the Stay in parade on September 10, um, coming up at Lower Long Farms, um, you must go to nrequine.com. Um, so try to. Uh, go to the website nrequine.com.au or you can um, RSVP at admin, put admin in front of that at nrequine.com or find out some more through the email account is probably the best way to do it um, and someone will always respond back to to that um, account there. So that is for what I've been doing today but of course um, also don't worry about that. I'll stay on since I've got my uh, hat on for the uh, Woodland Stud. Um, of course, it's my show here. We're on the other day in 1.46 and 4. It is a world record around the Red Mile. Some talk of that horse heading to the Little Round Jug and being one of the favourites. I don't know if he's been staked for it or not. There was a little bit of conjecture. I was watching a few things on there. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he is a, a super, super horse, of course, by Sweet Lou. So he, um, he is a lovely horse. And then another one for the Woodlands team. This is What the Hills Philly, two-year-old Philly trotting 57-2. Roxana winning the $55,000 size stakes in Ohio. Ohio. Oh, that's a word I should not even have to buddy try and say. I do a shocking job uh, with that. And also, um, he's getting the job done well and truly in North America. This is uh, John Dutton um, getting the chockies. Um, if you watch my trotting show, you would have seen him the other day. But out in front for Dave Miller, um, John Dutton, and uh, I think he trots about a 57 here tonight. Uh, no, it can't be a 57, uh, but he gets the job done from Jet Hill in the Green Bridal, uh, running third as well. So uh, 52, what's 53? 52 and two, um, and done a, a terrific job. So what the hell, doing a brilliant job for the team at Woodlands. But I think the most impressive thing that's happened to the guys at uh, Woodlands this uh, week has been the birth, as I said, of Lachlan Jack White. So congratulations to Stacey and the team and, of course, the uh, whole Woodlands team growing bigger and bigger. And just making sure I ticked off on all those. I get all these things there and I just uh, get myself all confused um, going on. Right, World Drivers' Championships um, is going on. 
and we have this terrific banner. I wanted to show you this this banner. I really actually enjoy this banner of the, the promotion and, and the lights. Plenty of promotion out there happening. And I gave a big plug for this site here. Go to standardbreadcanada.ca to view not only a lot of the, uh, like you can get the total, uh, definitely get the total, the points total of where everyone's at, but also all your information, you'll be able to see uh, the race replays. All the race replays go there onto their YouTube channel. So they upload those um, as they go along. Um, but we can, I can actually say here about the points. So Pete McMullen, Aussie owned Pete, uh, our own Pete McMullen's running third on 68 points. Um, Ebening, of Robert, I think his first name is, uh, from the Netherlands, three winners and two seconds, if you don't mind, last night. So he jumped to a clear lead. Pete was leading um, with uh, Doug McNair. Doug didn't have a very, very good night at all. Um, Pete had an okay night. I think he got a winner. I think Doug had a couple of uh, DQs, so he didn't have a great night. Uh, Blair Orange had a winner as well. So they're going pretty good. What I will do, I found a couple of interviews. Um, I'd love to see some more um, content out, um, potentially a little bit easier to find if we could. But I've actually uh, been able to get a little bit of content. They only go for about a minute, each of these guys. But first, I've got a little video from Doug McNair on how it's all going, then Blair Orange, and then Pete McMullen. Hi, I'm Doug McNair, and I just got done day two of the World Driving Championship, and we're in uh, Germany today. Not sure what part, to be honest with you, it's tough to uh, pronounce some of the names, but um, we didn't have a very good day. We didn't have a, a ton of power, I didn't think, early. So, I mean, we, uh, we just got to hope for some better luck tomorrow. And Rick had a big day today. He uh, he won three from the Netherlands and had two seconds. So uh, it's nice to see him do well. He's a, he's a real good guy. He's fun to cheer for. So uh, and his, uh, his parents bought me a nice present from uh, Amsterdam the other day. They just showed up and they gave me a nice new pair of shoes. So something nice to take home. And uh, we're gonna move on and hopefully uh, we can have some more luck tomorrow. And say I just wanna say hi to everybody back home and thanks for uh, cheering me on and tune in tomorrow night. I think it starts about one o'clock your time. And uh, hi to Standard Canada and Ontario Racing and thanks again for uh, sponsoring um, my uh, our trip over here to, to Europe. Have a good one. Pardon, yeah, we'll move on to tomorrow. So tomorrow on the bus tonight, off to Belgium for Mons. Uh, a few good barrier draws. You'd be looking forward to the day tomorrow, wouldn't you? Yeah, got some good draws tomorrow. So, uh, you know, there's, I think there's a couple of live chances and they have good barriers, those ones too. So, yeah, uh, I'm not looking forward to the four-hour bus trip or five-hour bus trip. But, uh, yeah, it'll be another interesting day tomorrow and hopefully things go well. No, looking forward to it. And uh, obviously we'll talk to you tomorrow. And uh, you're sitting fourth in the standings, so... We're in with a fighting Kiwi chance. Yeah, we've bounced up a few spots after a few good results today, so hopefully we uh, continue tomorrow. Uh, we're just here having a rest day in, in the Netherlands after a big night of racing last night, which was pretty successful. Uh, we raced at Wolviga last night, and we had uh, a first, a second, a third, fourth, and a sixth. Um, it was a lovely track to race at. Uh, it's a lovely place here in the Netherlands. It's a beautiful bit of countryside. Um, all the people are really good. It's um, you know all trotters, and they were all really good gated, which was really good. And um, you know, hopefully, we can have a bit more success in the next coming days, uh, which is tomorrow in Belgium, uh, the day after in Belgium as well, and then we travel to Germany for in Berlin for the last day. So uh, you know, hopefully, we continue, can continue this good form, and um, you know, hopefully, in the series. Uh, but um, you know, either way, it's been a great experience so far, and. 
really looking forward to just doing my country proud. So we have the uh, three of the drivers partaking in the World Drivers' Championship and it's a bit of a frustration of mine and a few other people that uh, we can't see it. It is actually a, a lay night tonight so there's no uh, feed. We were able to share the feed through social media last night so people can watch it and we'll try and continue to do that. But um, I think Sky Channel showed a couple of the races. One was on a split screen um, last night with no audio on a couple of the races as well. But these are the best of the best. This day and age we should be able to have it over here. Should be able to have it on a platform where people can can see it and can get access um, access to it. So hopefully uh, before the end of this uh, competition, I think they go to Berlin for two and then Brussels. Or might be Brussels for two and then Berlin for one. But anyway, they've got two more race meetings to go and uh, it'll be terrific. Stacey Towers is on there. Hello to you. Maddie Clayton as well. So um, yeah, it'd be good to see a little bit more um, from that, as I said, I think it's um, we try to promote our industry as best we can right across the board. Um, I know Harness Racing Australia are very, very transfixed on the Eureka um, and what is coming up uh, with that, and rightfully so, I suppose. But um, yeah, don't forget um, there's other things going on, and they're over there at the minute with the um, the International Trotting Association. There's a, a, a big contingent of Australians over there, and I don't think it'd be that hard to be able to put a bit of content up onto the websites so that people can keep up to date with what is actually going on. Because if you didn't know, Pete McMullen actually won the first heat um, of it, and it was uh, terrific. And some of the footage of that race meeting was outstanding. I haven't seen any of last night's at all, but um, I think the track, by all accounts, was very, very, very flat. So um, it may have caused a little bit of uh, grief going on. Of course, the fast track race in the 1200 metre racing, give me your thoughts on, on that, uh, whether you enjoy it or not. Um, race four has been run and won, um, but I can't actually show you it just yet because um, my website's not updating. So, going to do a couple of things. We're going to go to Breed to Succeed now. We want to make sure people are aware that it is on RSVP. Get in touch with the guys is probably the best way because I'm not sure if it's full or not. I have seen the layout. It's all set up the room. It looks terrific. 5852. 2845 or admin at nr au to get in touch uh, with everyone um, there. Of course, if you are there on the day, and as I said, um, Brookie Hammond is coming across and Melanie Maine, I know that for a fact. So there's a couple of Tasmanians. And if you are a member of the Harness Breeders Victoria, $55 is all it is to be a member. Um, if you're lucky enough to be drawn out, you may win a service fee to either Pastor Stephen, American Ideal, or Vincent. So that's Pastor Stephen by Lower Long Farms, American Ideal for the team at Woodlands, and Vincent um, for the team at Alabar Farms. And all three stands are in, well, two stands are in super form, and um, of course, Pastor Stephen being a half to father, he might actually be a full to father Patrick. Um, no telling Heather. So, um, yep. No, that was Sebastian K. There was another one anyway. It might be Trady Lady. Uh, doesn't matter. Not to worry. It'll annoy me. Someone will get to it uh, as well. So make sure you're there. Huge thanks to all the supporters. Problem with this is that is not up to date. Um, so, but those guys are contributing. So thank you very, very much to those guys. Uh, the stand guide should be possibly, you should have that by now with your ma in your mailbox not 100% sure if not um, it is online so go to hbv.org.au to make sure you get in touch with that one and then also Hambo Day for the Harness Breeders Victoria 
December 22nd. I might uh, drop off on that one for a little while because it's a little way away, but it's an all-maiden day, $10,000 races, plus they win their Vic Bread bonus, plus a few other incentives on the day, so it's a good day to get to. That is the 22nd of December. Thankfully, that is a little way away because we've got plenty more good racing um, to cover off on. What I'm going to do, we're just going to try and do something very random and just see if she answers or not. It's always dangerous doing this. I don't know if she's watching. I haven't seen a name pop up to be watching, but we'll just see see if she um, does come on. And if she does swear, I apologise. I should have my finger on the dump button ready to go. She's not going to answer. Hi, I can't answer your call again. Unfortunately, she didn't answer us. Um, I'll give it a, a minute or two. Um, but, yeah, while I've got some people on, your thoughts on the rest. What else have we got there? Oh, we've got the stay antenna. Make sure people are aware of that. The stay antenna for the South Australian Square Trotters Association. Um, for further information, go. you can call Reg. Sharon or Gary, their phone numbers are there. We can go to the South Australian Trotters Association website, which I don't have. Um, not one of my great best tiles, this one, because I know you've got to go somewhere else uh, to find it. Philip Wood was on before. Some pretty encouraging news from um, uh, South Australia, actually, with the announcements that um, for the first time, for the first time, um, there's been an increase, if you like, in the uptake of um, horses in South Australia, which is awesome news uh, for South Australia, awesome news for harness racing. So there's actually more horses. I don't know what I'm with this. Some of my best work here towards the end of the show, but that's okay. If you want to get involved, please do. Uh, that's what On Loose Lines is all about. Um, rip and race on Saturday night actually at Melton too. Uh, good to see so many good horses starting to, to filter back into the system but um, there's a race here which might have some good um, stories to come out of it later on and of course it's a Westburn Grant free-for-all act now in Cypher, MacDan, Better Isolate, Rock and Roll do first start back. Um, uh, hopefully I was going to catch up with Mick Stanley tomorrow. That ain't going to happen. I could have rang Mickey. Probably should have rang Mickey tonight. But not do that to him and give him a hand. Ian Bucky and Better Eclipse return in terrific form. Just Hope. Hurricane Harley. Ciara Tigers first emerging Petalant. Then we have Pacifico Dream and Interest Free. Now Pacifico Dream, there is some talk he may end up in New Zealand for the New Zealand Cup. So that would be super, super exciting if that was to happen. So good horses, better weather, bit of spring in the step, uh, plenty of stuff happening. Of course, I caught up uh, on trotting, talking trotters. On for what the hill on um, Monday night and um, um, uh, Elder Baron Zeus is uh, has returned and he is very very good good to see also uh, just believe has actually returned uh, to the track as well so uh, returned sorry back and he's back in work and I believe he's going to go straight into work um, and get ready for the end of the season because basically he's had his spell um, while he's been out there, I'm just going to try Alex one more time because I think it's a good story. Alex, hopefully she, hopefully she's not shy and ignoring my phone call. She might be, but um, hopefully not. We'll just have to um, just. Um... Hi, I can't. Nope, she's not going to answer. Radio, that's a bit of a wrap. 
for tonight's show. Uh, World Driving Championships, the standings. Tyrone Abella, hello to you. Lower Long Farms got all that. Um, those others there. Of course, I went through the stands with Woodland Stud um, with It's My Show, Denial, Son of Lather Up, doing a huge job, Roxana, and John Dutton, and Jet Hill, another very, very exciting horse as well uh, going there. Uh, are you joining Lucy tomorrow night? Absolutely no chance. It, uh, a true story, I drove out the back of Gurunong today. Everyone was saying about how cold it was, but I drove out the back of Gurunong today, and it was minus four. And that was at 7.30 this morning. Absolutely no chance at the minute. But love, love your, uh, love your uh, confidence of getting me there, I must say, uh, for that, Michelle. But uh, don't think that it's going to be happening. Um, it could be very, very frosty, that's for sure. Um, of course, caught up with Dave Watson in regards to uh, some good announcements with the Trotters. As I said, if you didn't watch the Talking Trotters show, so $25,000 Arizona Blue towards the end of the season, plus the reintroduction for up to 75 rated Trotters um, with the uh, carousel to coincide with the carousel. So again, another good race incentive as well going forward. Not sure what time the Matildas start. I don't want to go head to head with them. This is on loose lines. It is actually meant to be pretty random, this show. So there's every chance we will um, call it a day. Hopefully this race, it did upload. Uh, now, Taylor Yole, I don't think Taylor was down as one of the drivers to have the colours on. So I don't think we have had a female driver win. We have actually might have had two female drivers win, did we? Yeah, we did. But um, yeah, haven't had haven't had a uh, one there. It was, Stacey Towers, it was a beautiful day in Shep today, um, just the morning was cold. Um, I was in Kyabram, not that far, and I must say ended up in the short sleeve shirt, but um, um, yeah, absolutely ripping day, but uh, the cold frost with the clear air, and I think they're here for a few days, so Ring of Russ, uh, Jan Murray, um, good, good little story there. Kev Murray, um, been, a been in the industry for a long, long time, and uh, does a terrific job going forward so very cold i'm going to just try it one more time she uh she's always wanted to come on on loose lines and she just will not will not pick up the phone for some reason it's uh it's very frustrating It'd be good if she did so matilda's no competition for you <laughs> love your work stace Hi, it's um um i'm just going to send her a message and i'll read those couple of uh messages out um, um, I'll just see what she says to this when I send her this message. Um, she may not have me in my phone. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so Stacey Tower's taking the mickey. Uh, Matilda's no competition for you, but uh, do really appreciate it. Don't like the 1,200-meter races. Races. Uh, mile race is good, but most of our country cups, etc., over the 2,000 meters and further, so enjoy them more. Yep, totally agree with that, Jeffrey. But I um, did have a conversation today with a gentleman, and they, you know, there's an audience for these sorts of things, and potentially this time of year, and maybe even a little bit earlier through the winter months, that people might be able to, you know, target certain horses for these 1,200-meter races and bring some, you know, fast track racing in the depths of winter might be something that does work because the TAB turnover on these races, now I can do this very, very crudely while we're going. Got a few people still chiming in. Um, I know last week, and this is not um, exactly how it works, but when you get $10,000 and thereabouts on the pools 
for the races in the wind pool, that is actually a pretty good sign that um, the betting has been okay. So 11,000 bet on race number one with Shady Dancer, so that's a good thing. Uh, silver Spun one at 9,000, so we're still at a pass mark there, um, around that $10,000 mark. Eight and a half thousand. This is sort of what happened last week as well. The first couple were really good, and then it did did tend to drop away. But I would say they're still reasonably happy. And then eight three for that last race, and um, hopefully the pools can stay good because whether you like them or not, uh, the industry definitely uh, needs them. And this is where it's, it is interesting. You look at it here. The wind pool in this race is uh, only at one thousand dollars. This is. Um, for 7.31 race, 15 minutes. So it's still 15 minutes ago and there's only a 1,000. So um, this is how people bet on these races and how it, it tends to, I suppose, come about, uh, the betting on these um, races. But right as we speak, there's 1,400 in the wind pool and $500 in the place pool. So um, hopefully they can get up to around the $10,000 with a few spirited bets um, going forward. I would imagine looking at that, it says to me that Kate Gaff is driving in uh, the colours. Um, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, I don't know. Who, uh, Alan Tormey drove in the other one. Steve Salter, Pog, how are you, mate? Steve Salter, he'll be able to tell me. He's betting on these 1,200 metre races. I will stay on for a minute because um, he will get to me um, how the betting on them has been okay um, and go from there. Stacey Towers, I love that. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> I'd be up for that too. I'd get my license back just for that. Um, yeah, I don't think the OHS people would like it. Um, but yeah, it'd be fun in these little American carts too, actually. See how fast we could go. We could go but definitely would get some people there um, and going forward. She's still not answering. Uh, she didn't even respond to me text message, Alex. So I'll just keep trying her. You never know. This is a bit of a first. I could ring Stacey Towers, don't worry about that. But um, yeah, hopefully Pog might have a little bit of a, if the betting turnover on these 1,200 metre races is holding up like it did last week. Um, Hi, I can't answer your no, call. Alex doesn't want to answer my call there at all. I can always, I don't know if we've got Steve's phone number in here or not. I'm not sure how I talk to Stevie. Um, got a lot of Steve's in here. Better put in a few more letters. No. Unless I got him down as Pog. <laughs> Stacy's busy. And I don't have St Pog's number in here at all by the looks. But um, yeah, if you are still on there, I just wouldn't mind knowing um, how the, the betting... Um, Turnover is on these races. No, don't have his number. I've spoke probably a couple of times on the phone, but um, if it is still holding up like last week, this is, you know, as I said, I'm not all for it, but um, the target horses that they've got for these, I think, probably fits a little bit better than the uh, fast class horses because they can come from everywhere. A couple of good stories like Jan Murray, Alex Hurley, Gary Lawler. Uh, they're not people that win week in, and Daniel Laird, they're not people that win week in, week out at uh, Melton. So from that point of view, I think it's also another good story. Jackie Barker, Joshy Duggan, Greg Sugars, and Taylor Yole. So they probably definitely hit a mark at uh, that going there. Uh, this race is a more of a faster class 
horse race they're up to 69 that's the next race and then the last of the fast tracks back to that 50 55 rated race as well so anyway i think it's good and i think well done for them guys um stace what's your thoughts on the matilda colors i think it's a good idea just to do something whether it works or not um stace's got a couple of young kids i don't know whether it necessarily means they want to watch the races to see how the colors go but just to generally create a little bit of an attention to uh, harness racing. I personally think it's a, a really cool idea, but um, the negative Nellies out there weren't that keen on it. So be it. That'll be fine. All right. Looks like that's a bit of a wrap for the show. Pog's tuned on and tuned out. Uh, Alex Early's not going to answer my phone call. She does have another horse in, but it's not for a little while. Um, it's not until last. So unless she's gone home, uh, Stace hasn't watched a race tonight. But I think we all get into that. Yeah, she's got Lucid in at 9.30. But, um, yep, anyway, she didn't want to, to answer. Uh, she might actually be on the phone to SEN or something like that because I know they do do an extensive coverage of the races as well. So, all right, go the Matildas. I think it's a cool idea, something different. 1,200 metre races, again, something different, something a bit of fun. Thank you to everyone. Hang on a sec. Bob, nine years ago, had his Gallops licence. Had his first winner, was trained in the Sulky, I do know that. Uh, pools have been good again, Paul, on the TAB and the exchange, which is, um, I mean, that's all we can ask for. Um, thanks very much, Steve, for getting back to me. Uh, they look good, what I saw there, as I said, just on the limited uh, knowledge that I have there, but the exchange is the one. So the exchange is Betfair, um, and I believe it probably brought a few new people into it because of, um, I suppose, the uncertainty initially of them. So... Yep, I think um, I think you'll find they might be here to stay. It might end up being a fast track Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, something along those lines through the winter months. Whether they stay for the summer months, who knows? Um, they might give some horses a new home. My worry was whether horses could back up. I can tell you now, Spun Silver, Shady Dancer and Treacherous Rain all went around last week. So that has got to be a good one there. Matt Clayton, the poor... The how poor the coverage and the updates on the World Drivers' Championships. Even in Queensland, they can't update anything or push the good things happening here, like Pete representing Australia. Nathan smashing records and Leap to Fame, arguably the best horse around. Surely some, some of these good things would be pushed in media instead of the drama around the track um, at Albion Park, which will most likely become like Parkland's all those years ago um hopefully the track gets sorted out i believe there's um it's going to be sorted out they won't be racing as much at redcliffe so that part is actually very very good um and i, I look you know pete mcmullen we've got to celebrate him uh, i do know the queensland has got on the front foot there but um yeah it's just a little bit frustrating we can't find the fields can't find the times um i do find that a little bit and even just links um to be able to watch the races live um internationally which would be awesome i mean we can't watch australian races internationally but because they put them on youtube you can watch them live so uh yeah something very very different but um no thank you very much to everyone that's got involved i think queensland do a pretty good job maddie they uh do get the message out there uh leap to fame is clearly the best horse going around he's not racing this week or last week um and nathan dawson is only we're only halfway through so yep we'll definitely uh get out there sometimes too maddie it's uh can be the the other side as well can be the connections of um, all the people trying to get in touch with that um, they may not want to promote it as much. So that can be an issue. We're going one more time.
before I hang up, we're just going to try one more time. And uh, so she definitely knows it's me. So, but she's um, don't like my confidence. She might be superstitious. She could be anything. She's generally not shy, that's for sure. Hi, I can't run. But she doesn't want to talk to me, so that's fine. All right, guys, thank you. Hopefully you uh, have a good week in the harness. Uh, didn't touch on any of the weddings during the week from participants and that, but that's sort of what they showed us. We go from one side to another. Who knows what it will be next week. Don't even know where the races are next week. As the weather starts to get better, start getting out and out a bit. Um, no, I better not even suggest I do that. I know where the trots are next week. They're at Melton. I don't think I'll be allowed to do my show from Melton. Never know. could always ask. Might ask. Might get some of the punters on. And, uh, yeah, who you knows? Stay tuned. On loose lines, we might do it next week. Uh, I don't know uh, what my dance card's got on. I'm just trying to see. Um, so it's there. So, yep, definitely next Melton next week. You never know. Might be able to do the show live. Won't be able to show any races. But we might be able to do the show live from there and get some people um, and bring something very, very different. The crew at HRV are watching. Uh, stay tuned for a phone call. <laughs> phone call. I'll just see see how we go. And uh, there. Otherwise, we'll be uh, back here. And in the week after, of course, we will be promoting it. Um, the week after is at Ballarat the thirty. Yeah, the thirtieth, and they don't have the twelve hundred meter races. It's actually uh, size stakes night for the four-year-olds, which is going to come around very, very quickly. Right, Breed to Succeed Sunday. Uh, I'll be recording it. I'll be there. We'll be seeing plenty of people. Mark Lee, Stacey Towers, we've got to catch up with you guys, give you your five bags of feed for the Barristock Dash at some stage. I don't think that'll be Saturday or Sunday, but um, it might be. But, um, yep, we'll get that message out there. Plus, plenty more interviews. Stay tuned to Campbell's comments for the boys arriving and wait to see them. They look stunning, uh, that's for sure. They've rocked up and looked like superstars, so which is really, really cool. And plenty more. Thank you very much for joining Campbell's comments and uh, on Loose Lines, and we will see you all again next time.